small compromises add up, you know, and then eventually you're making bigger compromises you would have never thought you would make. And <laughs> it came back to bite me, you know? Oh, how did I get in this situation? You know, like my parents found out if they only knew, um, even worse than that, you know, God knows whatever you're doing. But yeah, I say all that to say the people who who you hang out with can definitely change you, which can be a good thing or really bad thing. Welcome back, everybody, to the Light It Up podcast. I'm your host, Dwight Taylor. Today with us, we have Rafael Alvarez. Hey, guys. Our co-host, sorry. And our guest today, Isaiah Gash. What's up? So if you guys are seeing Isaiah Gash for the first time, make sure you go back and watch last week's episode. This is part two, a continuation of last week. We had an amazing time last week. Uh, And so make sure you go watch that. If you have not seen episode three, you may get by without watching it, but um, in short, Isaiah is a very old guest. He was back on episode three, so this that's like 2022 we're talking. Um, and so it's amazing to have him back on here, February 2024. Um, we're going to have a great time, and this is also part of Throwback Month, if you guys are aware. We were having some of our very old guests come back on to the pod. Um, although we're going to be stopping it for a few weeks just because of scheduling the way things are working. So you're going to have to be patient for the next few throwback guests. But without further ado, we're going to get, we're going to continue rather um, our subject, which is Christianity amidst humanity. And so what we're talking is being a Christian example, living a, a Christian life in worldly schools in public schools and this goes for homeschoolers and public schoolers alike so do not click off isaiah and i were both homeschooled and public schooled so we have things to say that will help both the homeschooler and public school and Raphael was just in public school so we don't really care about the only time i run online was just kidding i ain't tripping i still read public (laughs) no i'm kidding but um, yeah, so we're going to have a great time. We're going to start off by talking about living pure. So this is an everyday life, living pure, living and dwelling on the things of God and everything we do. And uh, we're going to have Isaiah Gash start us off, and then we're going to go on from there and have a great time. All right, yeah. Uh, I'm just going to start off with a scripture real fast. A lot of you probably already have heard this scripture before. It's Romans 12:2. It says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Yep. Um, part of this verse that really sticks out to me is just the part that says, do not be conformed to this world. You know, it's so easy nowadays, like with the Internet. You don't, Trust me, you don't have to be public school to conform to the world. You can doesn't yeah. matter what you're doing. You know, you could be on a hospital bed laying all by yourself and you can conform to the world so many temptations everywhere we look you know but um there's really a testimony just in living pure you know especially um like 
you know, if you're public school, it's very, very common. At least, you know, where I live, marijuana is legalized. I mean, everyone, you know, everyone smokes weed, you know, and it's like, you know, when kids. Even if it wasn't kids, legalized, still, people still smoke it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, people, people are smoking weed, people are vaping, you know, people are, you know, obviously involved in sexual, you know, relations with each other, you know. Um, but, you know, there's Keep just a such PG, a test. <laughs> Keep it PG, yeah. <laughs> yeah, close your ears for all my younger listeners. But, um, but there's such a testimony just for being like, you know, I've never, for you know, it's not like to shame anybody who maybe has done those things in their past, but for a church kid, if, if you've never fallen into those sins, don't think like you have to step into those sins to have a testimony, you know, that's the goofiest thing I've ever heard. Like really, I used to think like the same thing, like, oh man, you know, my testimony's weak because uh, I don't have that, like, you know, that experience with those like kind of more extreme sins, you know, but nowadays I look back and I thank God that I never, you know, I've never fallen to drug addiction, you know, like it's just, um, yeah, there's such a testimony to live in pure. I also want to look at real fast, a little scripture breakdown it says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Um, this part of the scripture kind of is showing us like, for me personally, like what you live is going to like, what, what you live, what the things you do is going to be what you think about, you know, what, yeah. what you're passionate about. I heard one person say one time, what are the conversations that you can't stay out of? You know, you hear someone talking about something, maybe it's uh, your favorite type of music or your favorite food. And you're eavesdropping and can't help but like get into the get into the conversation. You know, I heard someone say, "What are you, what are the conversations you you can't be excluded from?" I was like, "Man, I mm-hmm. like that because like that's so true. Like we have things that we're passionate about, but the transforming of our mind. You know, God wants us as we live for Him. He's gonna transform our minds so that those things that we're thinking about, they're about Him. You know, they're about the Bible. They're about learning more and growing closer to God. So yeah, you know, kind of a rant there, but I'll let you guys talk if you want. No. Yeah. That's, it's amazing because um, as you were saying, some church kids, they believe that they need to do whatever they need to do to have a testimony that is actually credible. That can actually um, get souls saved. I think is the real root of it because they think that I need to do something crazy for people to actually get saved from my testimony. And my response to that is, your testimony is the way you live. As a church kid, your testimony is laid out in your everyday life, in your everyday actions, in what you do. And so what this means is like, in everything you do, in everything, in the things you say, like you don't cuss. You hang out with everyone that cusses, but you don't cuss. You may hang out with people that make these horrible references and say these bad things that smoke, whatnot but you don't do any of that. Rather, you're the one that is joyful. You're the one that is always happy for some reason. You're the one that succeeds in class. You're the one that's proficient in greeting. And so what happens is as you live out this testimony, people are going to wonder, why is this person different? They're going to wonder and ask, why 
doesn't this person do this? Why doesn't this person do that? And sooner or later, it's going to come up. And you're going to be able to tell them, because I'm a Christian. It's because of this, this, and this. Because Jesus changed my life, and I have no other desire in this world. I have no need for smoking. I have no need for, for very horrible relationships, for things like that. I have no need for porn. I have no need for addiction, because Jesus changed my life. And so what happens is then that becomes a reference because then they're like, the reason that person is different is because of Jesus. Can I be different because of Jesus? And so it's very personal. We talked about last time when you create, when you make God personal, things change in the conversation. Yeah. When people see that you have a testimony of purity, you know, sometimes, you know, witnessing can Witnessing is great. You know, you have to witness. Jesus calls us to witness. But sometimes, you know, it'll be enough. For, like when people, once you witness to them, just live the life that God has called you to live. Live the pure life. You know, your friends may ask you, oh, why don't you have a girlfriend? Why don't you smoke weed? You know, why don't you have sex? Why don't you watch porn? You know, all this, all this crazy yeah. stuff. And it's yeah. like, and you get to tell them, you know, like, oh, because, you know, I follow Jesus. I'm a Christian. Like, that seems so sinful, that. you know. I don't need that. Yeah. I don't have like God took away the the desire for that stuff. And um, like when they see that you're living pure, and you have like a joy that doesn't go up and down, you know. People have like very very temporary joys, you know. Sometimes you look at people and you're like, wow, that's a it's a very happy person. And then you know, they go through a breakup, and then they're in like the deepest <laughs> darkest depression. Yeah. For the next two months, and you're like, wow. Right. That was crazy. <laughs> and, um, you know, like when they see that you're a Christian, you have like unwavering joy. It's different than happiness. And that with your testimony, you know, with the living a life for Jesus and, um, you know, spreading the gospel. It's like right in their face. Like, man, this is this is what Jesus this is what Jesus wants us to do. Mm-hmm. Yep. Raphael. Amen. (laughs) It's so, so true. And uh, to piggyback on um, what Isaiah was saying, funny thing is today, there's this kid, I witnessed it like numerous times. And there was like a time I I got in like real deep into like the conversation, like gave him the gospel, my testimony and all that. And like, I don't know what today, I I was in weight training. I was walking out and all that. He's like, I'm glad you're here. You just bring a, a good, good, um, I don't know what he said. He's like, it's just good to be around you. And I'm like, wow. Huh? Amen. It's a compliment. I haven't, wow. I haven't seen him in like maybe a year and a half or something like that. Like maybe. And it was just like, what the heck? It just blew my mind. It's just like how he remembered the, the words I was telling him. And yeah, and it's, it's, it's that's going to move more than you going down these routes of sin and all that it's it's going to it's it's your your character who you are as a person is going to show more than oh i don't do that like straight up just saying that you don't do it because that like what i think was it Wyatt or Isaiah? when you guys said we live in a world that a lot of people don't don't believe we don't believe what people say Mm. and Action will always speak sounds wise. I think I said it. And uh, like it's it, your actions are gonna speak more than, than anything, man. 
Because you could say, oh, I don't do drugs. And then five minutes later, you go be smoking a joint or something. And like someone could like, did he just say he doesn't do that? What the heck? Why are you lying? Aren't you supposed to have one Christian guy that's like really good? (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's amazing the amount of fake Christians you have out there. And um, sometimes that's who people reference when they think of Christianity. And so what happens is when you are living as a true Christian, it's the same effect. Like, I know that that guy that talked about Jesus, but he was really weird. He was he was homosexual. He was he was this. He was that. But he said he was a Christian. But this guy, there's something different about this guy. And many times, um, well, so what Isaiah, the scripture Isaiah brought up is actually a great example of this because we're not conformed to this world not conformed to this world so what happens is when we're around people people realize the difference in us they realize that there's something different because we're not of this world we're not something they're used to being surrounded by their whole lives uh, in my elementary days uh, when i was in my prime I'm just kidding. <laughs> but <laughs> Um, oh, and, God, bro. <laughs> repeat the elementary. <laughs> bro, it's crazy. <laughs> but in my elementary days, I grew up, I had friends and, and whatnot. Majority of my friends knew that my testimony, they knew that I, I go to church, I could hang out on Sundays. They knew that, you know, I had to ask my parents before I could watch movies or. I sometimes I couldn't watch movies because my parents said no. And so they knew that and they remembered me for it. Like, dude, why do you, why are your parents so strict? Like, or why don't you do this? And like, why are you so like this? And that testimony has lived on to a point where I can see them today and they'll remember me being like, I'll tell them like, yeah, man, I, I host a podcast. I do this. And they'll be like, ah, I remember you, you know, you were different. You always, you were, you were a Christian. Um, a cool story is, uh, years ago many many moons ago when i was in eighth grade (laughs) but i was in eighth grade i remember i had this writing assignment i just remember i wrote to my english teacher about the gospel i was like you know hey you know i want to be a pastor one day and i believe that there's heaven and hell i believe there's a god who cares about you and this is and that i probably wrote it out because i was too scared to tell it to her face but i did it nonetheless right and so it was funny because years later, I'm in uh, high school. Uh, I, I was homeschooled for high school. So I'm in high school, and my dad begins working at the same school that the English teacher worked at. And he ran into her one day, and then uh, she kn- she knows that he's my dad. So she's like, oh, how's Wyatt? And he's like, oh, he's doing well. He's, he's uh, this, this, and this school, this, this, and that. He actually hosts a podcast. And she's like, wow, I remember. Uh, when he was in my class, that he wrote something to me saying that he wanted to be a pastor one day and that he was a Christian. And this was years apart. And so um, the things we say, the things we do, they have a lasting effect on the people we uh, we are around. That's crazy. That's pretty cool, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's really cool, actually. Um, anything else you guys want to say before we jump into uh, influence? No, I think I'm good. Okay. (laughs) All right. So we're going to be talking and touching a little bit about influences. And um, 
we all kind of have something to say because we've all been in school. But um, <laughs> yeah, um, but influences are the people you listen to. Influences are just the people you listen to, the people you decide to follow, the people you decide to copy, even for lack of a better word, people you decide to copy. And so uh, what happens many times is Christians can get involved in bad influences. And then what happens is their morals can get ruined. Um, good company ruins good morals. No. <laughs> I butchered that. Corrupt. Good company or bad company corrupts company good morals. Corrupts good morals. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, the good people you hang out with, the godly people. The good you people you hang out with, bro. They ruin their your good morals. I have a fire verse right here. You ready? Yeah. Sorry to cut you off. You can get right back to it. But no, Proverbs nope. 13 20. He who walks with wise men will be wise, but the companion of fools will be destroyed. Jeez. Yeah, there it is. Mic drop. <laughs> Definition of influence. The people you follow matter. And so this is very common in school. I know too many that are influenced by those who aren't very good people ended up turning into very bad people, innocent people that I grew up with that are far from what I knew them as years ago. And so it's very interesting how quickly and how quickly influences can change you, for lack of a better word. Um, and so that's what we're going to be talking about for a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Um, I totally agree because I was in the situation before where um, it was like fifth or sixth grade. Uh, I had never been like a popular kid or anything, but like I started, I just got in with the wrong crowd, I guess. And it was like, you know, the more, like the, I don't want to say the cool kids, but, you know, like the kids that everybody at the school knew. And yeah. uh, looking back, you know, it was pretty dumb. You know, we're in sixth grade, like no one, really, <laughs> no one cares. You know? Yeah, literally. But, but um, you know, like as I got older, you know, sixth, seventh grade, I would like toss my morals to the side so that I could make new friends, you know. And mm. eventually, you know, like small compromises at first. You know, but over time, like I was just making like small compromises add up, you know, and then eventually you're making bigger compromises you would have never thought you would make. And <laughs> it came back to bite me, you know, Yeah. because then I was like, yep. oh, how did I get in this situation? You know, like my parents found out if they only knew like, it yeah, would be, right. I would be over. And then, you know, um, even worse than that, you know, God knows whatever you're doing but yeah i say all that to say the people who who you hang out with can definitely change you which can be a good thing or really bad thing and one thing i would encourage like especially if you weren't raised in church you don't have a lot of friends or even if you were raised in church make friends who are better christians than you you know make friends who like will inspire you to be um someone that the bible calls you to be you know make make friends who you know a lot of my friends in my church are older than me they have more experience than me more wisdom you know they've they've lived it out and um yeah that's like a really 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 big game changer once you so you know we can have church friends that obviously you're still going to be friends with them but 
you know, if there's backslidden church kids for sure, let's just yeah dress the elephant in the room. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, we've all been there at one time or another. If all of us church kids have been there at one time or another. Yeah. Definitely. And um, yeah, that's complete and total game changers, you know, seek the advice of your elders. Yeah. Yeah. Raphael? That's facts, bro. The Holy Spirit told me you wanted to say something. It's so true. And the thing is, you could be influenced if you like it or not. Mm-hmm. It, it comes naturally as, human, your own will. as human beings. Yeah. Like, you catch up. Like, let's say my best friend, he does dumb things or, like, say things. I'm going to start catching up and doing the exact hey. same thing. <laughs> Shut up. I'm talking about before. Like, like example, or if like, like genuinely, like, like, I'm keep saying like, but it's so true that let's say someone that says like, constantly saying this joke, you're going to start making a joke. You're going to, you are going to start making the same joke Yeah. Oh, yeah. or similar jokes. And it happens un, unlike you don't notice it and it's crazy to see it. And that's why it's so important to choose those people who you hang out who hang out with you, who you spend time with them, because naturally that happens. So be wise, because you could. It happens so many times, bro. It like well, Isaiah said that that like. What is that? What he just said the word? What stupid word? Compromise. Talking about yeah, compromise. I never think of this, this dumb word. Read your mind. <laughs> you got it. Anyways, uh, like one little compromise could make you go down a route or a little bunny hole, basically. It just like a, a snowball turns into a giant one and on and on and on. Yeah. Basically, like that. And the reason why I'm bringing it up is because that could happen with your friends. They could start a little baby snowball. And it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. And it's like, oh, I'm just hanging out with my friends. Oh, they're making jokes that we're laughing at. We shouldn't be joking about. Oh, something. There's a girl that looks at me or something. And then, oh, I'm now I'm talking to this girl. Oh, it's not a big deal because it was joking about the friends. Then on and on and on. And now you're completely backslid and you don't want to solve God. Yeah. You're like, what? How, how does that happen? By the little compromise that you made. How many months ago? Or how many years ago? Because little things matter. That's what for my pastor. Another quote <laughs> <laughs> is the little things matter. Is that it happens to anybody? We'll talk. It it happened to me. I let it compromise down and down and down, and then somehow, some way, I wasn't solving God in my heart. Yeah, <laughs> but. We're saying this just to bring light to it. Maybe you're going through this, but you're you're in the middle of this little snowball effect. And you this video maybe opened your eyes to it. Now time to go 180, y'all. Yeah. Yep. The thing is, is um the issue is so obviously the issue is influences and you know influences have a bad effect. The problem is, is when you realize it, it is so hard to undo it. It's extremely hard. 
many times to undo your old habits and the old things you used to do, especially when you realize that they're ungodly and that they're influencing other people. You you have no idea the people you influence. I remember this is this is kind of a funny story, but there's this kid that's older than me in my class, and um, we I've become acquainted with him. I'm nice to him. I do whatever. He's not the definition of a a good kid, you know, probably your general bad kid. And it's very funny because me just being me, I, I joke around, I do whatever, I'm, I'm funny. I, I'm, I'm a, I, I try my best to be a good Christian example, right? And it's funny because sometimes I will see myself influence him without him even realizing, like, I'm younger than him. I don't, I don't expect to even, you know, being influenced, I don't even expect him to respect me in any sort of way, but sometimes I'll find that he'll be saying things I say, doing things I do, just because I'm doing them. And sometimes you don't realize, so I say this to say, sometimes you don't realize the people you're influencing, so you're being influenced, but then you in turn are influencing someone else. But then also, you can either choose to be influenced or to be uninfluenced. So you can actually choose to be that godly influence in your school, your friends, your family, your church. You can choose to be that person that encourages people to have a deeper intimacy with God, to have a better relationship with God, to pray, to witness. You can be that influence rather than being influenced. Uh, There's a great quote that I read. It says, you sow a thought and reap an act. You sow an act and reap a habit. You sow a habit and reap an eternity. So it's very interesting. This is going with what Raphael says. It's the snowball effect that takes charge. And sometimes the snowball is so big that it's like, what the heck, how do you get here? And so be very careful who you let influence you. And be careful about who you influence. Because if you're not being a good influence, you don't want to be influencing people. And you very well may be. But at the same time, if you're choosing to be a good influence, you want to be that influence to everybody around you. Mm, that's good. I think it's agreed that, you know, social media has taken over the world in terms of influence. Yep. Heck yeah. Social media and even even like like sports. This sounds crazy, but like even sports, you know, I'm not saying to watch sports is a sin, but like <laughs> You know, some people will really get heated over a game of football. You feel me? Right. How dare you talk about my foosball? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but, uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, I was just going to say that not every influence is a person. You know, you got to watch out for influences, you know, on, on your phone. <laughs> Probably the biggest one is on your phone, I'll be honest. Yeah. Influences all over our phones. Um, on your screen. But, you know. Best influence on your phone. Shout out, shout out to the Bible app. You know, get on there. Get on <laughs> the there. You Bible app. Coming in clutch. <laughs> you know, there we go. Take it in your pocket. Us, everywhere please. you go. Shout out to the Bible. Shout out to Jesus. You know, <laughs> um, you know, this Jesus should be the. Brought to you by the U version Bible app. <laughs> the only Bible app that provides. And getting to our sponsor of today, <laughs> <laughs> the Bible app. Go Bible app premium. No, but yeah, um, continue. But yeah, yeah. The, let Jesus be your influence. Mm-hmm. Yep. Be a representative of Christ. Bottom line, if we could, you know, sum up 
these episodes this time we've had with Isaiah be a representative of Christ in everything you do. Right. Before we end, I want to talk a little bit to the homeschoolers. So I know I promised the homeschoolers that we would talk about them, but uh, we kind of didn't until right, we were I'm like... I'm going to sleep now. <laughs> we kind of didn't until we were like 29 minutes mm. in, but it's cool. Um, <laughs> but for you homeschoolers, um, I get it. You're not in school. You don't... You say, you hear influences, and uh, maybe you're in a, in a pioneer work. You can't really be influenced. Uh, sometimes in a small church, in a big church, uh, there's a lot of issues, clicks and influences that aren't good. And that's a whole nother episode. Sheesh. But, <laughs> but um, choose to be the influence, choose to be the, rep- the representative of Christ, regardless of what you do, regardless of where you are and the situation you're in. Um, many people will make an excuse that I'm in, I'm, in, I'm in homeschool. I can't go out. I don't see people often your grocery store go go grocery shopping with your parents there's people all around you half i'd say probably not even half but probably maybe 80 percent of your city is not christian and so the people walking around you those are the people you see those are the people who need jesus and so as a representative of christ what do you do you tell people about jesus and so because you're not in that um that school society, that school atmosphere, you still do the same thing, but in the world around you. you know, don't make an excuse just because you're sitting at home on your computer. You are expected of the very same thing that Jesus told the 12 disciples. You're expected of the same thing um, that the people in public school do. You're the, expected of the same thing that your outreach director does. You were all expected of one thing, and that is to reach the world for Jesus. That doesn't stop because you're homeschooled. And so what that means is just in your everyday walk, in your everyday going about, you do your thing. You be a representative of Christ and you tell everyone about Jesus. And you show who Jesus is through your actions, through what you say, and you be that godly influence. Isaiah? I mean, uh, yeah, homeschooling was... It was pretty easy for me, honestly, because I had a lot of <laughs> had a lot of yeah. Christian friends doing it too. Yeah. So it was fun. It was pretty fun. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but you know, there's still there's still times where you're you're in the world. You know, going to the gym. I mean, there's play. You get you get out and about. You know, going to the skate park. You know, just everyday stuff. And uh, there's definitely opportunities for you to step out in faith. And to witness definitely opportunities and like Wyatt said like no one's excluded from the great yep. commission it's for all christians um yep. one of the things i really liked about homeschool is uh there wasn't like the worldly influence in my school you know like in my yeah. teaching what i was learning like and while i was homeschooled i probably like learned more bible than i ever have like i learned more more of the bible like so dense than i ever have before just yeah. because I was like taking a Bible class, like I've never taken Bible class before, you know, not in public school. Yeah. So you know, like just use the use the time you have to grow closer with God. And uh, you know, I know a lot of homeschool students. Also, this doesn't really have to do with like the uh, living for God, like you know, living. This doesn't have anything to do with purity, to be honest with you. But a lot of homeschool students will, you know, 
be very successful like in school you know maybe even go to college at a young age i think why you're going to college right yes sir yeah and how old are you 17 16 um 16 yeah <laughs> 16 look at that i mean he's a beast you know but homeschool kids they have you know just just work hard a unique opportunity unique opportunity for the sure least. for sure so don't take it for granted but yeah yeah that's all i got to use say it. on that one yeah use it use it kids. use it for man. sure use it you're a christian thank you guys for watching we had an amazing time with isaiah yeah actually we hope you guys did if you guys had an amazing time like we did we encourage you to subscribe follow us on instagram spotify apple Podcasts. stay connected join our group channel you'll get exclusive content weekly um it's a merch it's a sweet sweet merch uh, yeah. Raphael's, yeah Raphael's copy yeah. I got a little one. <laughs> you have to wait for like a blue square to hover over you. <laughs> yeah, stick with time, bro. <laughs> Google Meets. Google Meets for context. But yeah, get your merch, uh, cop it. And um, yeah, thank you guys for joining. Special thanks to Isaiah for coming back on. Ignore the voice crack. Um, if you guys are interested, the make sure crack. you guys pick out. Yeah, I had a voice crack like a few <laughs> seconds ago. Um, <laughs> If you guys are interested, check out some of his stuff. He's got some cool stuff about music production. We'll link all the stuff down below. So make sure you check that out. And if you're willing, check out episode three we had with Isaiah. It was kind of rough, but I'd like Ravel and I were rough, not Isaiah. Isaiah was awesome. <laughs> I was rough. I looked rough. I, I yeah, we rough. looked rough. Everything we we was had rough. no idea what we were doing. We were just doing this thing called the- hoping for the best. Yeah, we're just doing this thing that's like called a podcast, I think. I think that's what you call it. We don't know. We don't know what we're doing. Yeah. Anyways, you guys can go check that out if you want. Uh, But if not, we'll see you guys next week. All right, guys. So thanks for watching the podcast. I'm glad we were able to uh, chat for a little bit. I just want to. Real quick, give an opportunity for those who, you know, may not be right with God. Maybe you know that you're living in sin or maybe you're a church kid who's backslidden, you know, and you've fallen away from God. You once have had a relationship, but at this point you don't. just want to give a quick opportunity. We talked a lot about purity, a lot about holiness, you know, living for Jesus in these episodes. And I just want to say that if you're not saved, it's not a situation that you can be living in. You know, there's only there's only two ways that w- this world, this life can end. That's either heaven or hell. That's straight from the Bible. So I just want to give an opportunity real quick. You know, maybe you've accepted Jesus before. Maybe you haven't. But right now, if you want to make that decision that you're just going to live for God and you're going to give your life to God into God's hands, you just say this quick and simple prayer with me. Let's just repeat after me. Just say, Heavenly Father. I repent of my sins. I know I'm a sinner. I know I've sinned against you. I ask that you would come into my heart and make me a new creation. I want to live the rest of my life for you. I thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you prayed that prayer and you meant it in your heart, I want to just tell you right now, like, 
you know, God heard your prayer. He hears every prayer that we pray. And he's going to he's going to forgive you of your sins. And, you know, you can have that assurance that you're going to be able to live a life with him in heaven. So uh, definitely, you know, get in touch with God, you know. Uh, thanks for watching the podcast. Make sure to subscribe and uh, hit that notification bell. See you guys. I don't skate anymore, but really, you know, yeah, it was, just was definitely an era I went through. Yeah, phase. I'm never gonna risk my life on a little piece of wooden board. <laughs> I'm good. I know, right? I tried it and I broke my wrist. Right. Oh, jeez! <laughs> I tried and I broke the board. <laughs> No, dude. Story time with the boys. <laughs> I know. This is this is on the blooper reel. Skateboard confessions. Yeah. So, so it was really dumb, actually. Like I, I was, I was, gosh, I was ten, and so I was like, I want to, you know, I want to skateboard. So what I did is I, <laughs> I went to the top of a driveway. It wasn't even that steep. Like in all honesty, it was kind of pathetic how I hurt my wrist. But I decided to go on my stomach, and oh no. <laughs> so i'm like let's go down this driveway let's just have a great time going down a skateboard on my stomach what can go wrong right and so everything to avoid running into the bushes i i have to use my hands to stop right so what happens is i do one of those and bad things happen but i think at that point to save us money and time i would have rather just hit the bushes um <laughs> They were they were like small bushes too. They weren't even like real bushes. They were like this big, probably. Oh jeez. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, I got it. I got into scootering for a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, sick. Yeah. Anyways, um, if that's all we have to say, I'll wrap up this episode. Yeah, let's close it out. All right. And a little bang. We definitely public, was it. public I, skid. No, now for me to talk to my public people. <laughs> that was the whole podcast. Yeah. I know, right? That was both episodes. So what was funny is because as I kind of realized, kind of broke down the first episode, we were, you know, we were pretty serious. We were, you know, saying things. God was speaking. I think the second episode we were like super chill. I think we were just we were just kind of like going like, yeah, for real, bro. You know, like the first episode we were like this, this, and that, and then this, but then that. And then the second episode, we were like, yeah, that. and then, you know, man, like, sometimes God just does that thing, and then, oh, <laughs> you <know>, man. <laughs> like, that's that's how it defined the, the two episodes, if I'm being completely honest. Yeah, man. Bro, I love that definition, bro. I love that. <laughs> Yo, this podcast is fire, weird. bro. <laughs> if you guys aren't subscribed yet, you guys better be. Um, For real. Anyways. Don't break my uh, heart. Yeah. Like, what happened at conference? <laughs> what happened at conference? <laughs> Yeah, we had a few people, man. We had a few people wearing merch. 